1: Hi I'm Uno Clay from Philadelphia, and I
2: support Gen X Grown Up on Patreon. In a world torn apart by angry pundits and ceaselessly acerbic news, the cheerful tone of Gen X Grown Up is always a welcome escape, not to mention endlessly entertaining, and sometimes even informative. If you want to support the show too, click on genxgrownup.com Patreon and toss them a couple bucks. It's the guaranteed way to gain the respect of your peers and immediate promotions at work. Not guaranteed in all 50 states. Some employers may see fit to demote you, and your peers will probably find you weird and distasteful. Results may vary. You are warned. Welcome back, Gen X Grown-Up Podcast listeners, to this, the backtrack edition of the Gen X Grown-Up Podcast. I am John. Joining me, as always, of course, is Mo. Hey, man. Hey, how's it going, John? You know it wouldn't be a show without George. How's it going, George? Hey, how's it going, guys? You know, most Saturday mornings during our Gen X youth were spent watching cartoons. We've spoken about it several times. One in particular brought our favorite DC heroes and villains to life and left us longing (laughs) to visit the Hall of Justice (laughs) in this Backtrack, we remember the classic ABC cartoon series, Super Friends. Boy, lots to unpack there. There is a (laughs) lot to unpack here. Buckle in for four hours
3: of a podcast at this point. (laughs) Right?
2: I will save the secret of just how much there is to unpack until we get into the show proper. First, though, it is time for some fourth listener email. Look, there are three of us. If we listen, that's three. If anybody else chooses to listen to the show, that's our fourth listener. And this time around, the fourth listener is Kevin M., who dropped us a line with the subject Summertime Toys and Play. One of our backtracks we Ah. did. uh, It's been maybe a year or so ago. I forget when that was. It's It's, it's been been a while. Yeah. Uh, Here's what Kevin has to say just listen to this backtrack. I remember a lot of what y'all covered. I remember middle school and high school playing football and baseball in the street. When friends Mm. couldn't play, I would ride my bike back and forth up and down the street. (laughs) I would also grab the tennis ball and bat and hit the ball down the street and then walk to get it, hit it back. (laughs) These all sound so familiar. Yep. Because I I grew up in the woods, right? And there were no kids in walking distance of me even, so (laughs) smacking a ball to the back of the property and smacking it back, yeah, I feel you kevin (laughs) he says i remember back in 2000 or so when i was 19 or 20 The singles group from church got together. Someone had a key to the church, so we went into the auditorium, put some music on the speakers, and played ultimate frisbee. Oh, wow. (laughs) That was some fun trying not to hurt ourselves running and jumping around over the pews. Pews. (laughs) What could go wrong? (laughs) Nothing. Nothing could go wrong. Right. Well, if it gets above you, just take a hymnal, throw it up, smack it out of the air with a hymnal. (laughs) Kevin wraps it up by saying, my stepdaughter, who will be 22 in November, had a friend over back when she was in either middle school or high school they were sitting around on the couch looked bored so i mentioned something about going outside and her friend's response was outside bad (laughs) what the hell outside bad i mean you know I mean, they might be right. The way the
3: sun is kicking our ass these days, it could cause cancer in 30 minutes. Who knows? I I
2: get that you're used to being inside, but you could try it. I mean, it would kill you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Outside that.
2: I mean, it might. You don't know. Maybe so. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. Uh, He says, keep up the great work. The best fourth listener, Kevin. Wow. (laughs) That's a bold statement, sir. Come to fisticuffs with the other fourth listeners. (laughs) Thank you, Kevin.
3: (laughs) Guess we'll see if Kevin shows up at SFGE 2024. Next year right. to prove his point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> battle of the fourth listeners. <laughs> hey, have wrestling!
3: They do that. Feels like a part for that wrestling ring over there. That's what yeah, I not it, it?
2: Yeah, it does. <laughs> Kevin, thank you for writing in. We love that you did. We love that these uh, memories sparked memories for you in our shows. We love that about it, uh, listener. If you would like your email featured here on the show, it is drop dead easy. Just hit us up at podcast at Read every single. One of most of them, like Kevin's, will eventually make the show. Meanwhile, back at the Backtrack <laughs> Podcast, we're going to jump in to the convoluted history of the Super Friends right after this. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked
3: of those who defend this nation.
2: You're listening to Gen X Grown Up. But if you have a friend who's not yet listening, why not? Tell them about us. They'll thank you
4: later. Meet super friends: Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Batman. Together for the first time, with three new friends, Wendy, Marvin, and Wonder Dog, Super Friends. Here we go, gents,
2: talking about Super Friends. Now, this (laughs) Saturday morning cartoon, one of many. I remember this almost my entire childhood. Super Friends was in the TV guide or was on the cover or something when it was coming out new. Uh, And I, I learned so much prepping for this podcast, but... It was originally adapted from the Justice League of America comic book. Mm-hmm. Uh, it aired on ABC. It was produced by Hanna Barbera, a huge producer yeah. of
1: cartoons in oh our my God, yeah back then especially mm-hmm. and since I'm probably the only one old enough to actually remember when this happened <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, the Super Friends they aired on September 8th in 73 which again I was six man I was right in that demo to be watching that show mm-hmm. and it featured like a whole bunch of like the DC characters that we all knew I mean all the all the common ones like Superman Batman Robin Wonder Woman Aquaman and each one of those I guess had their own previous like little animated series produced by Filmation they did, did they? oh okay. the Filmation I mean, yeah I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. sure yeah. yeah and then the I guess they also brought the voice talent from those over to the show as well. For the most part, I think there's a couple exceptions, I think, for like Aquaman, and a couple others. But mm-hmm. generally, I think they just kind of said, OK, let's like it's kind of like the Avengers movie now. Right. It's like, OK, let's take all these little ones here that are somewhat populous, throw them into a single show. And what could go wrong?
2: Just just like in Justice League. It makes great sense if you like these superheroes, bring them together as a team. Right. But in cartoon form. Now, <laughs> I knew vaguely that the names kind of changed over time, like it was called Super Friends, then the mm-hmm. all new Super Friends hour. And I just I just figured maybe that was abbreviations for one thing or the other. But <laughs> we had prepared this show one way and then George started really digging into the meat of it and found out that, wow, it changed dramatically over the run of
1: this show. Yeah. I mean, holy crap. I I had no memories of this. Like, I thought it was just like one continuous show that I just to remember Me fondly. Me too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But man, let me show you this stuff George found holy cow. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason for it. So <laughs>
3: what, what I decided to do, once I read down the research rabbit hole on this thing I said you know Mm -hmm. there's too much to cover every single iteration so I I specifically honed in on the stuff from the 70s and the 80s Mm -hmm. believe it or not there's more that I didn't put on the Trello card (laughs) that goes outside of those decades however uh, just to give you an idea there were six separately titled series from 1973 all the way to 1986 I think maybe there's 89 there's there's a whole whole bunch of them in there it might be seven i don't think this is a comprehensive list but we'll get into that in a little while so super okay. friends the original mm-hmm. title seventy three seventy four, all new super friends hour yeah. seventy seven seventy eight. why no. so many years in between reruns ladies and gentlemen the great <laughs> friend to every cartoon oh, in the 70s ran them mm-hmm. again yeah. Challenge of the Super Friends, which is a really weird thing seventy nine <laughs> or 78, 79. Super Friends again eighty eighty three Super Friends Legendary Super Powers Show eighty four eighty five <laughs> Super Powers Team Galactic Guardians eighty five So many of these cow. things uh, <laughs> wow it's it's crazy now Mo you said you didn't remember all of these different titles no there's a reason for that mm. a lot of these shows had their original episodes split apart into the different segments and different segments were then placed on top of the newer shows and rebroadcast in syndication. Some with the old title cards on the screen, some with Uh, the new title cards on the screen. So that's why it's so difficult to really go through and say, okay, episode one of season two is this. Well, yeah, but it's also episode thirty-two, segment <laughs> <Really>? four from <laughs> oh, season man. one.
1: Crazy.
2: Now, in your research, I'm curious: is there anything that was constant? Like, was Superman always there, or was Batman always there, or did it, was it super rotational?
3: Uh, so there are constants throughout okay. the run of the series. Superman is always there. Okay, Batman right. is always there. Robin is always there. Okay. Um, some of the other characters, like Aquaman, drops out for a season. Which oh, really? Is so, interesting. that so
2: like core is there, but
3: yeah um Mm -hmm. wonder woman uh she changes characters it's the it's not um the first wonder woman it's the second wonder woman so really the wonder girl who becomes wonder woman it's a comic book thing that's how comic book things go like robin dick grayson eventually (laughs) becomes batman right that same kind Mm -hmm. of a thing Mm -hmm. gotcha so there are evolutions of characters i'm not even going to begin in this segment talking about the damn villains because holy hell (laughs) was that a nightmare to figure out Uh, originally we talked about um, splitting this up into you know like this segment heroes villains and then we talk about our favorite things sense. there was no way to do that because (laughs) if you tried to highlight or just talk about villains even if you just talked about like two from each series there's 57 villains to go
2: through it's ridiculous that's a lot of villains it sounds like super friends could just be a podcast i mean like a series there's something to talk about over the that years there's not one out there there probably is
3: and we're infringing on their territory i don't know <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> okay i don't think we're gonna blow them out of the water
2: or anything they'll be yeah. fine <laughs>
3: <laughs> they did have some other common elements though um one thing and i think mo noted this they always had a psa yeah some sort somewhere right? in the episode you know a thing that we've We found a lot in 80s cartoons, really, like the more Mm -hmm. you know from the G.I. Joe stuff or whatever, Mm -hmm. they did it in a slightly different way. One thing that I found that was fun and interesting in one series in particular, instead of the PSAs, they did these little segments in between the main segments, like where they did this decoder thing. John Mm -hmm. used to love and still love old time radio, right? Yeah, yeah. Of Remember course. how the radio show would say, All right, kids, get out your secret decoder <laughs> get ring. Get out your Lone you know? Ranger
2: <laughs> decoder ring because here's the secret
3: code. Yeah, of course. Here comes Ovaltine, right? <laughs> right, exactly <laughs> right. Yep. What they did was they had these little segments that Superman would come down and he would tell the kids, Okay, the first code word is how much these balloon rides oh, cost. Yeah. And it would say free. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. And then this, later on, he would do another segment and he would say, Okay, the second. It is that thing in the tree, and it was a little bird singing, and the little boy would go, You mean bird? And John had to free bird! <laughs> free bird!
1: Get the lighter out.
3: <laughs> but then he would go, no, what is the bird doing? Singing. Oh, right. Free, free singing. Zing. And then in the third oh. segment. And because the main segment of that episode was about the whole Earth being frozen because of some alien race wanting Makes to freeze it. So Earth it's a word something.
2: associated with the episode we're in the midst of or taking a break from to play a little. Yeah. It's like like you're flipping through Super Friends Highlights Magazine. Here's a project. Mm-hmm. Here's yeah. a little experiment. Here's a dot. To right. Connect the dots. <laughs> yeah,
3: like they had a magic segment where like, you know, how can I make this board break by just using newspaper and stuff like yeah. that? They yeah. do little things that were magic, but they were science experiment kind of stuff that kids could do. It's Very interesting way that they handled that stuff.
2: And I know that wasn't all of the I guess I'll call them the Super Friends series they didn't always do Mm-mm. that. But when they did right. it, like I remembered those, those very fondly, because when I went back and rewatched some episodes and I jumped around and watched a couple here and there from different different years. When they had those like where they repurposed episodes and chopped them up and put those little interstitials, it was like a variety show. It was almost like mm-hmm. the Super Friends were hosting a show about the Super Friends. And you'd have this <laughs> like the beginning would be and this episode of the Super Friends they're going to fight this guy and then the Wonder Twins will go on an adventure and then you'll see this. Stay tuned. It's like, and like Batman was telling you the story of what was going to happen. It, right. it was like watching Sonny and Cher variety show, but really you were watching the Super Friends variety show and they were hosting their own show and it made it feel, it made it feel like they were welcoming you into the show instead of just being the stars of the show. It was kind of cool, yeah. I thought. Yeah, they did a lot of, a lot of things to,
3: obviously to gear toward children. That's mm-hmm. their target audience. And they did a good job of pulling you in to what I can see that in today's light some of the storylines would be very formulaic or very simple not mm-hmm. maybe worth yep. your time to watch but when you're a child in the 70s these things were totally engrossing and honestly some of them were fairly well written uh they were definitely well voice acted uh mm-hmm. they were a little heavy-handed in some places i'll say <laughs> with the voice acting. <laughs> yeah yeah,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> you know the the john voice were oh of joseph that's not like a you he they did that for real yeah yeah <laughs> Yep, <laughs> <laughs>
2: So what I think we were going to plan to do here is we're going to try to run through all of the separate series of Super Friends chronologically, while also trying to give you an overarching picture of what the series was like, while also trying to not go off the rails and make a 10-hour show. We have our work cut out for us. So when we get back, mm. we're going to start at the beginning, in the 70s, getting going with the first series, which was titled, appropriately enough, Super Friends. Did I get that right? That's the first one, right? That yeah. For the first one. That's correct. Okay, good. Whew. It could be anything. I don't know.
0: you need to realize greater success get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers accelerate your business growth is part of the evergreen podcast network and is available on apple spotify or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts
2: be sure to subscribe to or follow gen x grown up wherever you listen and while you're there rate and review the show too it helps more than you know
0: Aquaman, Batman and Robin, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and the Wonder Twins, Sam and Gina, with their space monkey, Bleak, dedicated to truth, justice, and peace for all mankind. Weekdays at
1: 5 p.m. on TV 19. Man, I gotta tell you how excited I was when this show first came out because I mm-hmm. still remember it. Because remember, they used to do like the Friday night preview of the Saturday morning cartoons of what cartoons are coming out. Oh, What's yeah, coming yeah, out, yeah. Like yeah, for the new season. And mm-hmm. this was like huge highlight on ABC. I mean, this was like this was like their their marquee show that they were putting out now because Super mm-hmm. Friends, all the great superheroes. And that means I mean I was just beside myself waiting for this show to come out. <laughs> you
2: know. well, so their headquarters, at least this is fairly stable, I think, unless George's researcher told me otherwise. Was the Hall <laughs> of Justice? Yes, and it's an iconic building. It's like this, like a, almost like a Roman thing with columns and this it's big like arch arc. kind of thing, and a yes. weird sculpture in the front. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys know that's a real building? Mm-hmm. No, really? Yeah. So that. so it turns out when they started production for this. They assigned the task of designing it to this this guy that worked for Hanna-Barbera, Al Muir, who was a a background supervisor, but he also had a knowledge about architecture. So Muir apparently modeled the fortress after the Art Deco Union Terminal in Cincinnati, Ohio, that used to be a train station. And now it's a museum. I'm going to have to look mm-hmm. that up
1: now. That's pretty cool.
2: It's cool. Yeah, I'll give you a link to it. It's there's a If you look at it, and you're like, unmistakably, that's the Hall of Justice, no. without a doubt. And it's a shame that it's not, it's a museum, but it's a train museum. It's a shame it's not like a Super Friends museum. <laughs> or Hanna-Barbera Museum be. is what it ought Did to they be. They even
1: mention it there. They, sh- they probably don't even mention if, it. If they got to put, they have a plaque somewhere, don't they? I would think. <laughs> all right. So we
2: have the first Super Friends series, the ones that we're all excited about to first yeah. come out. Title Super Friends started in 73.
3: Yeah. So originally there were 16 one hour episodes and they originally aired from September 8th to December 22nd of 1973. So in that okay. fall time slot, mm-hmm. John, you talked about the Hall of Justice. We'll get into it later. Believe it or not, uh-huh. there were multiple designs of the Hall of Justice no, they that really? oh, happened later on. I don't remember in that. I don't remember any series. other design.
1: Okay. No, I'll Well, be you
3: probably didn't watch some of the 80 series because you would have been in high school and that yeah, would have been childish yeah, yeah. to you. Anyway. But the one thing that didn't change was the list of heroes, for the most part, I say. So this original list of heroes, maybe the voice actors changed, but... The core group stayed the same, save a couple. Superman, played by Danny Dark; Batman, played by Olin Sule. Robin, love this, played by the Casey Kasem <laughs> of your top forty radio yep, shows. Right? So, get over that, right? Uh, Wonder Woman, played by somebody named Shannon Farn- Farnon. sorry, and Aquaman, who was played by Norman Alden. Mo, you know how earlier you talked about some of the voice talent didn't make it over from the filmation. Yeah, Aquaman was the casualty uh, on that okay. list. Uh-huh. His voice. Actor in the filmation stuff was not
2: allowed to come over into the Super you, Friends ABC you stuff. Can't forget the most important hero of all of all of the Super Friends, <laughs> mm. which is the announcer Ted Knight of Mary Tyler
3: wow, Moore Mary
1: Tyler Moore. Okay, well, Lou. So that the reason voice... why you
2: can't forget him
3: is because they forget about him in the very next series. But we'll get to <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> he wasn't there forever.
2: He's he's indelibly merged with this series in my brain, and he didn't even that's say whose voice that. I have in my head. Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, right? Yeah, you've conflated.
3: That it's his voice doing all of that. It never was,
1: really. Well, like it's all in ten night my brain. That's holy it. crap. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. Wow. <laughs> Let me tell you. Of all those heroes, Aquaman never seemed to fit. <laughs> I, agree. I mean, like and, and I think some of these adventures, they purposely kind of move them towards water just so Aquaman have something to do.
2: So he could talk to fish to help out with one little
3: task. Exactly. And that's exactly what he did every time. Like yeah. the one that I pick later on for my favorite episode, mm-hmm. they're on mm-hmm. an alien planet. So he talks to the alien fish in this small <laughs> little pond that apparently has every fish known to that alien race in it.
2: And of course his ability to talk to fish works on alien fish too. Why wouldn't it?
3: Well, <laughs> yeah, there's no language barriers when you're talking about fish telepathy, apparently.
1: Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so t- when you look at the superheroes, the other thing that was really bizarre with the sidekicks, like never really understood them, but they were there. I mean, like Robin is Batman's sidekick, but right, but they had, these other, they had these random children that they had. Wendy, Wendy Harris. Oh, right, name right, right. Was, right? And, and Wonder Dog and some like yep, shaggy Marvin looking guy. White That's right. And Marvin. Wonder Dog. <laughs> Why these teenagers were there? Why were they constantly put in danger? Why were they who have no superpowers at Are all? they somebody's nephew tell? and niece? So I'll tell you exactly why they were there
3: because okay. I know. All right. <laughs> so they were brought into the series and they were there to be superheroes in training. And they were specifically brought onto the show because Casey Kasem, who had also done Shaggy in yeah. Scooby-Doo. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. He had mentioned to one of the producers, wouldn't it be a great idea to have yeah. a shaggy Scooby kind of a detective group in this series? Uh, that's so in they, that first uh... series, they were trying to bring that kind of a feeling into it. Mm. Plus, they thought that those kids would be more relatable to the young people in the audience who would say, I can be part of the Justice League. Oh. What? What's a? What is a superhero in training? Like you're waiting With to no get powers. your powers or something. Well, you know, Robin didn't step into the tights right away. It took you know, him about a year to get trained. <laughs> yeah, that's by a good Batman. point.
2: Batman also no superpowers. Okay, maybe they're training to be a. Yeah. Well, he's kind, rich, but,
1: right? That's his power. Right. His power. But the, I mean, of course, <laughs> okay, so the dog did talk and was pretty smart. Mm-hmm. So I guess he's yeah. a super dog.
2: He's a super dog. doesn't <laughs> make him super.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on the
3: villain side like I talked about in the previous segment in this particular edition of super friends, there were none of the DC comic book villains that you think of today, like no Lex Luthor kind of stuff. None of those cheetah or uh, (laughs) bizarro Superman that wasn't in this. These were just random people that they created specifically for the show to tell a particular story. So if you wanted to tell a story about freezing the world, Mr. Freeze guy or something like that, even though there was a Mr. Freeze in DC. Right. So they didn't have the comic book guys in the first series. Now, why John has a contorted look on his face is because I, they took some of the segments from this yes, first season. Yeah. I'm so confused because I remember telling them other yeah, all the- <laughs>
2: seasons where you did have those oh, types yeah. of villains. Weird. <laughs> I cannot believe I, if you, had I'd have bet you money that right away and always they're not maybe not every episode but every series every season had you know the supervillains and it, to turn to find out it's like one of those Mandela effect things like you find out the truth <laughs> about something you remembered and it's totally different and 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 what did yep. you say like sixteen episodes one hour episodes that's not much and they no. reran it for years they yeah. did yeah they wrapped it up August of 1974 and then they mm-hmm. canceled it and they ran reruns in the fall of '74 and continue to run them for three more damn years like that with no new content. Yeah. And that's not even including the breakup for syndication stuff. Oh, oh, I know. That's that's just in the hiatus between the two and they just kept running it. Remember we were yeah. talking about Hong Kong Fooey or something and we're like, yeah. there's got to be 10 seasons and there's like 20 episodes of the whole Total show. Break, right. Because as kids, we didn't sit down and watch it on a schedule. We just caught what we caught on Saturday and yeah. it felt new to I us. I love
3: that you use the term we caught it on Saturday because here's another thing to throw into your memory Bank. Oh, God, no. Uh-oh. They didn't always air on Saturday. <laughs> what? Some of the broken up parts were aired after school on the weekdays as well. Oh, okay, I could maybe see I that. Don't remember, remember that. I don't remember yep. seeing it, but it makes sense. Like, okay. Right, and yeah. you might yeah. not have because it might not have been that way in your particular part of the country because this was syndication. Syndication. It was sold to individual uh, TV stations yeah, if yeah. they needed to fill their afternoon block, right?
1: Uh-huh. So, okay. Oh, All right. All
3: right. We need to move on because, as to John's point earlier, we can't make this thing an hour. We're only on. On <laughs> to series number two of the seventies, ladies. We're and not gentlemen. even in the damn eighties yet. <laughs> <laughs> this one is the all-new Super Friends Hour, seventy-seven to seventy-eight. Originally, fifteen again, one-hour episodes. Okay. This time from September tenth, nineteen seventy-seven to September second, nineteen seventy-eight. So they went the full year, but it was they were trying but to only capitalize did fifteen the, episodes in a year. That's lazy. <laughs> They only did 15 (laughs) episodes because they would repeat them a lot, break up segments, all that kind of stuff. The reason why they brought this series back, remember they canceled it. They brought this one back because, John, one of your favorite shows was super popular on TV at that time The Six Million Dollar Man, and there was a Wonder Woman show. (laughs) Oh, the Wonder Woman. That was super popular too, actually,
1: wasn't it? Yep. So because
3: (laughs) those were so popular, they said, hey, let's bring back the Super Friends and cash in on that that nighttime, primetime Mm -hmm. drama stuff by doing the Saturday morning stuff new for kids. So, yeah, it was... They did a whole new rebrand. The format was changed. First was a hero team up story. Then they moved into a new group. Uh, the second part of the format was the Wonder Twins. You guys remember oh, them? Form of oh bicycle. Uh, yes. yeah, form of a bucket of water. Yeah,
2: Zan and Jana or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. Zan and Jana. Okay, so this is the first series where they get introduced along with their monkey Gleek. I love yep. Fleek. Oh, yeah. Fleek is awesome. He's with got his magic tail, tail anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, then they would do the primary adventure in the third segment. And then the fourth was a hero with a guest star hero. John, this is where you would get other heroes in there like Hawkman or somebody else that wasn't part of the main hero cast, but they would still get them into the show. Huh. Okay. How? <laughs> just, just, <laughs> by, just wedging them in, right? Just be, give them yeah, a spot. Story segment, the yeah. fourth segment was its own little story and they would just be paired with one of the regular cast
2: superheroes. It's just like a special guest, Don Knotts or whatever, or some yeah. other character <laughs> well, or something you brought in. It would, it would be different you know superhero
3: characters like i said like, oh, like okay not, not like a celebrity
1: like scooby-doo did i no, got no, it like, oh, oh, yeah. and the flash oh. those guys are the the flash. Yeah. so they exactly. were
2: folding in yeah. other dc heroes that hadn't previously been on the thing i gotta tell you a really quick anecdote i remember i had a love hate relationship with the wonder twins i thought it was hilarious because one of them could become some form of water ice or gas or something right so some form of water right. mm-hmm. and then the, i think the girl could become an animal any and any it was always enemy, yeah. complimentary like maybe one would become an a, a ice. That would become a gorilla mm-hmm. and knock down a wall with the ice spear, and so that was
3: in my episode.
2: <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, okay, so so my buddy and I would always act like we were the Wonder Twins, but we were messing with each other, and so we would always just do the same thing. Like I would go shape of a gorilla, and I would go form of an ice gorilla like not
1: complimentary completely <laughs> the same thing
2: so it wouldn't work out but remember how they traveled
1: yes she, she would turn into a hawk and he would be water mm-hmm. yeah and the bucket would just magically appear somehow. where'd the bucket come yeah. from they're just
2: stealing buckets from wherever they happen to be anyway wonder yeah, twins Sorry, I'm, I'm, okay all right but the heroes shifted a little bit as we went into the 77 78 series right so you said Superman uh, is well
3: you still have Superman Danny Dark you okay. have Batman Owen Sully you have Robin as Casey Kasem Wonder Woman Shannon Farron
2: Aquaman Norman Ald, all
3: those are the same they don't change okay. the addition okay. so we kept is the those. wonder twins which we just uh, okay. talked about all right uh they're played zan is michael bell jana was louise williams by the way jana doesn't always stay louise williams we'll get into that later okay uh, zan also did the little sounds for gleek okay <laughs> <laughs> little chirping
2: yeah like little chirping <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. what he did Gotcha. But,
3: John, the big change Ted Knight was no longer the announcer in this one. It was a guy named Bill Woodson from then and forward.
2: Mm. Go to hell, Bill Woodson. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he was close enough because I didn't realize the difference. And I always remember those ones where yeah. it's Ted Knight, and it's almost it, Woodson must've been doing like a Ted night impression because it, I, I didn't catch it, especially as a kid. I would, I would
3: imagine that they told whoever was going to be in the announcer for the series that year. Yeah. Hey, do it like this, do it like that. Yeah. This is what, you know, we want you to be like now, well, he, he like I talked about multiple times already, these 15 hour long shows were cut into half hour installments for local syndication in the eighties. Uh, Uh, Some of Hmm. them were included in Superman Batman Adventures, which was a USA Network thing in the 90s. Oh, oh, yeah. They have been all (laughs) over the place. They've been on Cartoon Network, Boomerang. It's ridiculous. Um, They've even went into the 2000s in some cases with some of these segments being re-aired and done and whatnot. It's crazy. But, yeah, they they never seem to die.
1: Wow. Wow. Well, good thing they didn't change the format after this. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) right. Well... (laughs) (laughs) hold your beer
3: (laughs) all right uh so now we're into the third series and the third series is very difficult to understand it's called challenge of the super friends but only in the second segment of the series The first segment of the series was still the all-new Super Friends Hour stuff.
1: Reruns, right?
3: With an extra seven-minute segment added onto the front of them.
1: But they were just reruns of the other episodes, right?
3: Exactly. Okay. Yes. Then they got to Challenge of the Super Friends in the second segment, which did 16 one-hour brand-new episodes from September 9th to December 23rd of 1978. Mm -hmm. And this is finally where John gets his villains. Oh. Okay. So that makes sense. Originally, they were going to call it Battle of the Super Friends, and they were going to introduce Captain Marvel. You guys know Captain Marvel now from mm-hmm, the Marvel mm-hmm. movies, now right? We do. Yeah. The group that was going to be the evil villains was called the League of Evil. Oh, you know, from the, the Evil League <laughs> of <laughs> Evil. <laughs> <laughs> evil, of evil exactly <laughs> right
2: do- dr horrible
3: right it's gonna be uh, led by captain marvel's nemesis dr sivana uh-huh. uh, but okay. filmation who produced shazam and the new adventures of batman prevented the use of a lot of characters that would have been needed for those oh, stories no. like mr adam king cull uh beauticia sivana the joker penguin mr freeze oh, cat all, the all these on the rogues
1: gallery Holy that would have
2: been
3: in the story so they said fuck it we got to do our own thing
1: <laughs> this
2: is like that marvel sony problem like where Marvel sold off mm-hmm. a bunch of rights, yeah. and now they're wanting DC them back the because now thing. they now they're making money with them. They're like, wait, we need those, we need X Men back, we need Super spider Man back, right? Exactly. Oh, so they the started same pulling those situation. people in, but couldn't. Yep. but couldn't. Uh, So from your notes, uh, I can now because it all seemed the same to me. Superman was still Danny Dark. Batman was still Alan Soule and Robin was still Casey Kasem. Even Wonder Woman was the same. But Aquaman Mm -hmm. changed now to Bill Calloway. And they introduced Green Lantern, who I guess now in hindsight, he wasn't always around. uh, Michael Rye, Hawkman, of course. And The Flash, uh, both of those done by Jack Angel. So yeah. Yeah. this was the, the expansion of the Super Friends to where we had our core for, I guess, really only two years, but effectively for five years because that's reruns so much. But they started, right. I guess they couldn't get all the villains they wanted. So they said, what do we got? What do we add in stock? Just sell what's yeah. on the shelf. We got these guys, right?
0: Yeah.
1: What was really horrible, though, during this time is – and this was, you saw this everywhere in the late 70s, early 80s. They were trying to add diversity to the mm-hmm. Super Friends. Yep. And sure. I know that there were real heroes they could have used, possibly, but instead they made up these so, so contrived heroes. Wait
2: a minute. Wait a minute. You just blew my mind. Are you telling me that these – very ethnic super friends were not already DC superheroes? They were made up for super friends? No, they
1: were not. They were made up for super friends.
2: I had no idea. Okay, sorry, go ahead.
1: A hundred percent. So you got (laughs) Black Vulcan, which is... (laughs) Why? Why was he just not Vulcan? I don't know.
2: No,
3: he was actually a model off of uh, off of uh, Black Lightning. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, really? But I guess
1: okay. they couldn't use that. I guess why you can't use Black Lightning? I have no I have idea. No idea. The but- <laughs> lightning's offensive. <laughs> 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 um, Apache Chief. I mean, come on. Native did American? he just
2: get bigger? He just got bigger and smaller. Yeah, he He's did. What he did. He did. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Which is like samurai a samurai
1: okay. who spoke with mm-hmm. the worst Asian accent. Oh, oh it was terrible. I have, Ever heard um, El Dorado, who also spoke with a Spanish accent? Yeah, he was he was Swedish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> bork, bork, bork.
1: And Rima, the Jungle Girl. I mean, it was so oh, it God. was so blatantly. I mean. Again, and the thing is that there were comic book heroes that they could have used, like real But they ones. could have used. Right. You know, so why they had to go and, and go like way out of left field and create these obvious characters is just mm-hmm. ridiculous.
3: Yeah. It was really a poor choice. In today's culture, that show would be canceled before it aired. It yeah. would never happen. Uh, and rightfully so, although – as a child, I remember Apache Chief being one of my favorite characters. on GB the show. Too. <laughs> I, I didn't know I just the difference. Liked that character, I didn't for the know reason. the difference. Yeah, it's the fact yeah. he just grew yep.
1: and he was this badass. Yep.
3: Yeah. Yep. Now for the villains, John. Remember, mm-hmm. I talked about we were supposed to get the the head villains that would have been Captain Marvel. We didn't get that. Right, so the what we Evil. did get right. is the thing that most people associate with the Super Friends cartoon, and that's Lex Luthor, including his swamp layer, the Hall of Doom, the little flying that skull rose out thing. Of the swamp. Yeah, Oh exactly. It was Slaughter Swamp is where it was. There you oh, go. Is that really? I had no idea. <laughs> yes, yeah. So the villains out of the Legion of Doom, which, by the way, is where the famous wrestling tag team got their name from this cartoon. I figured yeah. as much. Okay. Made sense. Yeah. <laughs> Lex Luthor, played by Stanley Jones. Solomon Grundy, played by oh, Jimmy yeah. Weldon. Oh, yeah. Sinistro... Played by two different people, Vic Perrin and Don Messick, later on. Black Manta, who is a villain, not a hero. Different right. guy. Played by Ted Cassidy. Ted the Cassidy. Cheetah. Oh, that's yeah. Lurch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Uh, the Cheetah, who was the same character we saw in the second uh, DC Wonder Woman film, Wonder Woman 84. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Played by Marlene Aragon. Yeah. Uh, Gigante, Ruth Foreman The Scarecrow, Don Messick again The Toyman, yep. Frank Welker who Frank Welker ends up doing a crazy ton of work on this series mm-hmm. later on Riddler, Michael Bell, Bizarro Superman played by Bill Calloway Brainiac, Ted Cassidy once goes again, again. Yep. Captain Cold by Dick Ryle and Gorilla Grodd played by Stanley Ralph Ross and they had to use his middle name because people were confusing him with the Marvel General who was
2: like the antagonist oh, of Ross. the Hulk. you oh, Ross. Ross. Stanley Ross? Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. So it wasn't until this series when they actually brought in all of these actual super villains. Before that, it was just, like yeah. you said, Enemy of the Week.
1: Huh.
3: And this is the only series they did them in.
1: <laughs> and they went, like, way out of the way to make sure there was, like, a one-to-one hero-to-villain mm-hmm. thing. You know, Lex Luthor, that was Superman. You know, Grundy was this person. you know, it was, it was pretty obvious what they were doing there, too, so. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. You think the villains would get extra people? They need it. Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs>
3: you it was it was really weird the thing that throws most people off threw me off for sure this is the only time we get that cast of villains really really no other series do we get Holy that cast cow. of villains.
1: I seem to remember, unless that you're talking
3: about a recut
2: that was reaired right. with something mm-hmm. else. Jeez. Huh? No idea. All right. Crazy. So, so move into the, I guess, the last series of shows in the series of shows in the 70s, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're trying to break this up. We'll do the 80s in the next segment. But basically, so then it was the world's greatest super friends,
1: <laughs> as opposed to the
2: world's <laughs> not the shitty ones we've had so far, but now we yeah, have the, the crappy, crappy ones. ones. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so this was a huge change to the even the structure of the shows so mm-hmm. 8 30-minute episodes starting September 22nd of 79 through uh September 27th of 1980 and mm-hmm. and this one like it relied heavily on not so much the the supervillains like you said but like like fantasy enemies and fantasy characters and scenarios instead of supervillains
3: yeah i mean so you have them basically talking about they borrowed from contemporary politics. There was um, a main villain, Kareem Azar. He was in this episode, rubbed three times for disaster, which was almost <laughs> he was almost a that's, carbon that's, that's copy. A
1: terrible name. <laughs>
3: Of the Iranian religious leader Ayatollah Khomeini, Ayatollah Khomeini, holy cow! Yeah, they they basically modeled that character after him. (laughs) There were, you know, like there was one episode where they all go back in time to King Arthur times. There's all this different stuff, ridiculous stuff. The heroes, though, so to run through them real quick superman again batman robin wonder woman aquaman still bill calloway again uh the wonder twins Zan and jana and gleek so we lose the expanded list with green lantern and hawkman wow. and those so guys and we just have in. those oh. nine again yeah,
2: I wonder why they opted to not carry on. Like, and you had the expansion. <laughs> you just talked, mo about the artificial like ethnic diversity. Yeah, and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a bad idea. They got rid of those people. They get rid they of just them. <laughs> went back to the the core plus the sidekicks, which is yeah.
3: I mean, odd. They, they used some of those episodes still in syndication, so you would still see mm-hmm. these two I, different I series. Remember, I said this was the second part of this season, the first part was reruns of the previous season, all recut with things added and stuff. So you still saw those guys on Saturday morning. You still saw Apache Chief. You still saw, you know, Samurai, but they weren't part
2: of this particular run. As they're merged together, you get the impression like, oh, we saw him last year and two years ago and he's Mm -hmm. still here. Not because he's still included. It's because they're recycling and recycling and stitching on those, the jokes and the guess what the bird is saying and all the magic tricks and crap that fleshed it out and made it, I guess, like almost like a totally different show as a kid watching it so I, yeah. I, I guess that's why i didn't think it was repeats it just felt new because i didn't remember them in that <laughs> sequence really, or yeah. something huh all right so we've made it through half maybe ish of the super friends yeah. we get back we're gonna tackle the 80s with uh, the next series which surprisingly is called super friends again go figure oh, we'll be right back <laughs>
5: Each episode
2: of Gen X Grown Up has show notes loaded with links where you can learn more about our topics. And there's even more to see and hear over at GenXGrownUp.com.
0: Joining together from remote galaxies are the Legion of Doom, dedicated to the conquest of the universe. Only one group can stand up to this threat, the Super Friends. You all know what to do. Let's go. The Amazing Adventures continue with The Challenge of the Super Friends, the complete first season on DVD. You peony super friends are no match for us. And I've got to act fast. With 16 premiere episodes from the original series, you'll get over 8 hours of content with more sinister plans. I've always got another ingenious plan up my sleeve. And more superheroics! This is a job for Superman. Meanwhile, back on the DVD filled with extras, take a trip back in time with your favorite heroes in Saturday Sleeping Bags and Super Friends, a retrospective. And the Legion of Doom is in full session with a look at your favorite villainous characters. But never fear, the Hall of Justice has its own character bios. The Challenge of the Super Friends, the complete first season. You can own this DC Comics Classic Collection 2-disc DVD and catch more of your favorite DC superheroes from Warner Home Video.
2: We made it to our favorite decade, the '80s, and now Super Friends is back in 1980 for three-year run. Finally, like it actually had some staying power, yeah. and it was renamed again, Super Friends without the
3: <laughs> without the space this time, though.
2: Right, with no space in the middle. It's inter- no space. Yeah. Right, It's with capital F in the middle, <laughs> just to keep things clear, just so there's no confusion. We'll call Super Friends with a one fewer spaces anyway. But so this series aired 22. 30-minute episodes, only 22 episodes over three years, mm-hmm. from September of 1980 to October of 83. Which, I mean, it's, you see 22 episodes, and like, that's great, but they're half as long, mm-hmm. and they're stretched out across three years. So again, I'm guessing heavily borrowing and recycling from the past here, too, yeah?
3: Yeah, so yeah. what they did, very similar to the first segment of Challenge of the Super Friends season, they completely abandoned the idea of producing a concentric 30-minute episode, even though that's what they aired what they did was they again took and they produced seven minute segments that they then like cannibalized with previous episodes Mm -hmm. to run two like different super friends it was crazy it was very much but they had a writer strike during that time from 81 to 82 so that messed things up
2: Oh yeah, right. and yep,
3: yeah. I mean, you you do get Legion of Doom and those guys again, but again, it's because of re-airing stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. bringing it back in.
2: Okay, yeah.
1: Let me tell you, I think I'm getting some like flashbacks here now from seeing this because I see I remember now watching these episodes and having to watch the reruns to find the new segment.
2: Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. new piece, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah,
2: right. To get to the new stuff, you had to watch the the old stuff. stuff. You had to watch the old stuff.
1: And I remember Mm -hmm. that that was like annoying. Like, okay, I've seen this thing like 20 billion times because it's always (laughs) (laughs) Mm re-aired. And now I get, oh, I get the But there's seven minutes new somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, there's seven news. there's a new seven minutes in there somewhere. Oh my God, that's crazy. (laughs) And it looks like the heroes were pretty much standard. Like they kept the same set set that they had before right Superman Batman Robin Wonder Woman Aquaman Wonder Twins
3: yeah this was again Superman through the Wonder Twins it was that set of heroes like I said the villains were mostly that same Legion of Doom guys but Mm -hmm. mainly Mm -hmm. because you're you know talking about the same people from the reruns and that's why you get the same set of both cast of characters I think the most interesting thing about this one, though, is there's a there's a segment that people are calling the lost episodes of Mm. this series. Mm. So in total, there were eight episodes, 24 cartoons that were made but never aired in the U.S. originally. Oh,
2: really? Right.
3: Huh. The series did, however, appear in its entirety in Australia, of all places. Good day, mate. Uh, One of these episodes was aired in Super Friends when they went back to Saturday morning ABC television in '83. Remember, I talked about sometimes Mm -hmm. they were on after school stuff, right? right? The remainder of the final seven episodes finally aired in syndication in 1995 (laughs) as part of the Superman-Batman adventure show on the USA
1: Network that we talked about earlier. So nobody saw those for 12 years in the United States? In the U.S., that's correct. Holy cow. Why would they do that? Oh, anyway, whatever. There's nothing. (laughs) making sense here. Does
2: anything make (laughs) A lot of sense. sense. I mean, I understand the recycling and reusing the footage you already Mm -hmm. have. And you think about it. The kids who watch this in 73 are not the same kids watching it in 80. So they wouldn't even know it's a repeat. Yeah. Unless they had been watching repeats all along because it's new to them. Right.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, Mo said he has memories of that kind of thing. And the odd thing is he could have memories from this 80 to 83 series. He could have memories of that from the 77 to 78 series. They did this throughout all of them.
2: It's like a manufactured Mandela effect that we were talking about. Like yeah, really? they intentionally made it confusing, just to make it look new, I, I guess. Which I, yeah. I understand that. Okay, so the next well, one. So we're off the air for a year, and then we went to Super Friends: colon, the legendary Super Power Show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I did not watch this. I think that was I was get, I was aging out of this. I was certainly, I was
2: in junior high or high school by then, I think. Right. So this is only eight 30 minute episodes that ran the mm-hmm. range from September of 84 through August of 85. And again, it was kind of a repeat and kind of a little bit of new material.
3: Uh, back and forth. Right. I mean, so yeah this was the first one to have a completely new format since the 79 World Greatest Superfriends And what I mean by completely <laughs> new, I mean, they actually produce fucking episodes as opposed to rehashing <laughs> old shit and- like. <laughs> (laughs) Combining brand new material. Okay, okay. It wasn't so much recycling. The interesting thing, John, we talked about the superheroes, and you said they largely stayed the same. I'm going to run through them real quick because I'm going to get to a name that you're going to all recognize. So, Superman, Mm -hmm. Danny Dark, Batman, Adam Fucking West, Adam West in this series,
2: of course. Yes, okay. So this was this was '84. He'd not been being Batman for a long time still. Yeah, that's
0: great. That's correct. But he's back.
2: (laughs) Along with him, you
3: got Robin as Casey Kasem. Wonder Woman now switches over to Kenny Caulfield. That's when I talked about the Wonder Woman
2: change Uh kind of stuff. Oh, right, right. Yeah, different Wonder Woman.
3: Green Lantern and Apache Chief come back, both being voiced by Michael Rye. Firestorm, who is a new character that has not been in the series yet, voiced by Mark Taylor. Black Vulcan, Moe's favorite character back again is Buster <laughs> Jones. Uh, Samurai by Jack Angel. Eldorado, Fernando Escondon. Uh, Wonder Twins are back. Zan plays uh, Zan and Gleek, both done by Michael Bell. Jaina this time done by B.J. Ward. So oh, a different voice actress now for I Gina. know that I know that name. that name sounds familiar, doesn't
2: it? I think maybe she was the voice of Rocket the Squirrel in Bullwinkle. Is that right, B.J.? Probably. <laughs> She's a prolific voice actress. I don't know all of her
1: stuff. I could
5: be
2: totally but, yeah, wrong she, just she, off my memory. If, if if that's right, I sound like a genius. If not, it's another. <laughs> she's
3: got her own Wikipedia page, so she's probably pretty famous.
2: So now, there's one notable omission there, though. George, so long, sure. so far we have had this core, but you didn't mm-hmm. mention Aquaman. Now you're right. Is he gone?
3: I, I assume I haven't. I don't remember this series, but I assume they were all in the desert this year.
2: <laughs> sorry he gets the year off because
1: we got no fish enemies get tired of drawing water you know <laughs> like water's <Yeah>. too hard <laughs> drawing water but
3: yeah you're right aquaman's not in this Lime. list of heroes now the other thing is the list of villains changed dramatically this is the first time we get darkseed now darkseed is this thanos style character oh, yeah. but in dc instead bat.
2: of in marvel oh. okay i always thought it was dark side shows what i know oh well
3: yeah, Darkseid, Darkseid, oh, everybody I, I'm will sure pronounce you're it right. their own way. I'm
2: sure you're right. I had no idea. I've only ever looked at it.
3: I don't think I am, but oh. <laughs> people will pronounce it however they like. <laughs> That's fine, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the same character was voiced, um, so there are several characters, Darkseed, Calabac, Mr. Mitzelplick, and oh, Dollmaker, yeah. oh, all yeah. by Frank Welker. Remember I talked about him yeah, getting a yeah. lot of work? There you go. There's another character, Disad John, you ready for this name? Uh-huh. Rene Arbazemois. Oh, wow, Benson. Yep. No, not
1: Benson.
5: Oh,
1: no. Did you see our, 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 right? our different right. generations? We have
2: came with that from very different angles that were both right. right.
1: And also in MASH, the original movie.
3: Right. Oh, there that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh You had Brainiac by Stanley Ralph Ross again. Mirror Master by Casey Kasum. So like, he sure. switched not only doing Robin, he went stuff. over to the bad side. Yeah. Lex Luther and a couple of minor characters that were in one episode only. The Robber Baron and Sleeves by a guy named Stan Jones. So- you did get little sporadic parts of some of the old villains, like with Lex Luthor and mm-hmm. Brainiac. But mm-hmm. then you also got this whole new group of cast of characters, which become important in future series in the Super Friends.
2: Do they? Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on purpose, you think, or just
1: coincidentally well, worked out that
3: way? I, I, I wonder if they didn't introduce them here and then later on said, hey, that was really popular. Let's
1: go uh-huh. back to it. I see. So, John, while we were talking, I decided to look up the voice actress, the B.J. Ward. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She was not Rocky Bullwinkle. However, okay. she was the main voice for Walt Disney World, for like on the tram and on the monorail.
2: Oh, okay. Oh. That was her.
1: So she basically okay. does like almost all the voice work for All Disney World. And she's her credits go like forever. She was she was a right. she's voice actor right. everything.
2: All right. Well it turns out I'm not a genius. That's okay. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, but she's still popular. <laughs> she's still well known. Glad Mo took time away from the podcast to go <laughs> show John up.
1: We <laughs> well, should was verify curious. that you don't know what you're talking about, John. I've authority. Well, I was hoping it. to give you you know, I was hoping to say like, wow, John okay. is a genius, but you know, it didn't happen.
2: <laughs> That's okay. Hey, I'm editing. I can take all that out. We'll never know. That's true. There you go. <laughs>
1: I didn't watch the last thing that we're gonna talk about here in the '80s, but the title just got me. Okay, the Superpowers Team: Colon Galactic Guardians. What the <laughs> hell? It went from '85 to '86. They were guarding their
3: colon, by the way. <laughs> I to point
1: that out. You don't know that? Maybe they were doing that too. <laughs> and again, they only did eight thirty-minute episodes, and it ran from September '85 to October, so it didn't even have like a long run. It seems no, didn't. Yeah they just kept going.
3: I mean, it was a bunch of reruns again. Uh, Mm -hmm. This was the final version of Hanna-Barbera Super Friends. And that's also why I stopped the list here, because Mm -hmm. I think most of us think of Hanna-Barbera with the Super Friends more than any of the stuff from the 90s that came out later, like Superman, Batman hour, that kind of stuff. Sure. sure, sure. Um, The Justice League of America is now called the superpower teams Mm -hmm. because they were tying them in with the superpowers collection of toys Uh, that were coming
2: out. Oh, OK, yep. they were being
3: produced by Kenner. So this was when, oh, shit, you know, Star Wars showed us the way. We've got to make toys for this. That's stuff. Right.
1: Kenner was making a fortune on uh-huh. those.
3: Yep. Right. So there's the money.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> John, they were back at the Hall of Justice, but this one was redesigned oh, to be more like that? a Pentagon. And it was in Metropolis instead this time. Huh.
1: Really? Okay. OK. Huh. OK. Yeah. Where so, was the original one? Did they say what city it was in? Did they ever say? Uh, Washington, maybe? Huh. Oh, I'm okay. not sure. The trivia fan yep. went out there. It
3: was just always there. Like I always thought Washington because they had that that pool of water out front that mm. kind of looked like a
2: reflecting pool that you might see yeah. in D.C. Oh, I gotcha. So So I'm looking at your list of heroes, and it looks mm-hmm. largely unchanged from the previous yeah, years some, yeah, or so. Yeah. Superman yeah, is still dark. We kept Adam West as Batman. Casey Kasem was Robin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wonder Woman didn't change. Aquaman didn't change. And then we had Jack Angel doing everything. The Flash, Hawkman, Samurai. Uh, Michael Ryk kept the Green Lantern. And then we added Cyborg, which, (laughs) amazingly, Ernie Hudson was Cyborg. Mm -hmm. I had no idea.
3: (laughs) Yeah. That was my favorite inclusion into that series because he's a Teen Titan. That's where he came from. And I love Teen Titans, my favorite comic book series. Seeing Cyborg
2: up on the TV at that point. I'm I'm sure that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Firestorm, Mark Taylor. And then we had El Dorado still was Fernando Escadote and now yeah. what about the, the the villains shift up for this one too I mean it was, it was the last Hanna-Barbera thing what do they end up doing with villains on this
3: one yeah so they leaned heavily into the Dark Seed stuff so this okay. time we get Darkseed Caliback, Mr. Mitsupik and the Joker all done by Frick Welker decide by Renee Aubergin Brainiac Stanley Ruff Lex Luthor back again Scarecrow does an appearance in one of the episodes but they were because of the title of the show they were theming this mostly that it wasn't earthbound calamities it was more or, you know, galactically located. So yep. you not yep. only had Darkseid, but you all you had all of his demons, oh, which God. are like this big list of yeah, like an army kind of thing. So like Thanos has his army in Marvel that everybody knows now. Darkseid yep. had his Ooh. own kind of thing Got like it. that. Oh. It was a little weird. It wasn't super popular and it also yeah. became
2: the last Super Friends series in the 80s. And you always got to look at the last season of anything and go, well, after that, it didn't get renewed again. So, so mm-hmm. often that last one can be the weakest one because they're throwing stuff at the wall, trying new stuff. And if it doesn't stick, that was the kind of the last gas. But maybe this was basically
1: mm-hmm. it seems like they jumped the shark for sure. This yeah.
2: One. yeah, I mean, well, Aquaman wasn't there, so he, nobody could tell the shark to get out of the way. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was the problem. They they definitely kind of ran into a more modern era of children, I think, at that point. I yeah. think the kids were, we're looking toward different we're sophisticated. Yeah, to exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. So none of this was stuff that I think any of us knew before we started preparing for this backtrack. Mm-mm. George did all of this digging. So I'm most curious, George, do you have any idea what knowledge you had to eject and overwrite in order to pile all this Super Friends knowledge in your brain? Like you lose the piano lessons?
3: Yeah, no, I specifically target memories of any time when I was less
2: than perfect. So no
3: memories left my brain because I've never been perfect.
2: Well, who wants to remember that crap? Fair enough. Right. (laughs) All right. Thank you for doing all the digging because we have no idea. We had no idea. I learned so much here. (laughs) Now, when I watch it, I'm going to watch it differently because I have them in my server and I'll go and watch them sometimes. But I never watch them in context of knowing like, well, this must be later in the series and they did this and that kind of thing. Man. okay. when we get back one more segment, we're going to each pick one favorite episode or moment from the Super Friends. could be from any season or series uh, to kind of talk about. So stick around. We'll be right back after this. If you're a die-hard Gen X Grown-Up, you can pledge your support by clicking Join on YouTube or by becoming a patron at genxgrownup.com Patreon.
0: Superman! Wonder Woman! Batman and Robin! Aquaman! Black Vulcan! Samurai! Apache Chief! El Dorado! Together, they form the world's greatest force, Dedicated to truth, peace, and justice for all mankind. These are The Super Friends. Weekday mornings at 8 on KTVT,
2: Channel 11, The Super One. We are back. And what we have done for this segment is we have each selected one of our most memorable or favorite episodes or parts of episodes or pieces that got repurposed episodes, whatever you want to call it, (laughs) uh, from this entire, almost a decade of shows of Super Friends, which now in hindsight is maybe only 12 hours of unique footage. I'm not (laughs) sure. (laughs) You probably watch them
1: all in the afternoon. Why don't we start with you? Did you have one that stuck out in your memory that you enjoyed? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, well... I had to go searching for it because I had a memory of this particular event yeah, yeah. happening. Yep. And so yep. I started watching him until I found it, basically. And so yep. it was episode first season, episode seven or six, depending on where you are. But it's called Too mm-hmm. Hot to Handle. Right? Mm. And the reason why I remember this episode or, is that it was the first one that the Flash appeared in. As oh, a guest. oh, OK. Because I thought that was the coolest thing in the world that had the Flash appeared. Because you
2: were already a Flash fan, I'm guessing. That's why.
1: Oh, yeah. I was a big Flash fan. Okay. Key right. Flash, the whole thing. Um, uh-huh. And just the fact that it kind of like you had the core people like, oh, Superman, Batman, whatever. Oh, Flash. Mm. But the episode was actually kind of interesting that the Earth's temperature is rising and these all these earthquakes, natural disasters, and Wilcox has call his super friends to come help. And it turns out this alien's trying to heat up the earth to basically make it livable for his people.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, like terraforming almost. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because of, and this is the funny part, because they over like industrialized their planet, the temperature on their planet dropped to a 85 degrees, <laughs> which is too cold for them.
0: <laughs> because that's how global
1: warming works. And so they had to find it. And I was watching this thing and I was like, at the, and how they solve it at the end is that the super go back to their planet and fix everything. Unpollute all their water, fear their air.
2: Oh, they fix their
1: planet for them yeah, so they, they won't colonize us. Oh, right. how nice. Yeah. Yeah. They can't
2: fix our planet,
3: Yeah, but they can fix theirs. <laughs>
1: Okay, And I was watching, I was just thinking like, wow, I said, I'm trying to imagine that today, like doing that similar kind of episode today. Of course, it'd be global warming and it'd be probably right, flipped right. and all that stuff. But just the fact that like, you know, Superman could get rid of pollution by like breathing it all in and then bringing right. it out into the sun. I mean, it's just, it like just blowing into space, right? <laughs> <laughs> so since you're a fan of the Flash, Mo, I,
3: I just got to ask this question, both for the episode and for you in particular. Which Flash was in this episode and which one is your favorite? Are we talking about Barry Allen, Jay Garrick, Wally West? What are we saying? This was
1: saying Barry Allen, you? I think. This was okay. the original Flash because it was like the first season. Uh,
3: Jay Garrick's the original Flash, but that's okay.
1: Well, I mean, well, you're talking about the, the silver helmet Flash, right? That's what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's the first that Flash that was in DC Comics back in the day. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about modern Flash, yeah, the the Flash that right. we know, Barry Allen, and was it was is he your favorite Flash? Uh <laughs> No, actually, I was at the Golden <laughs> Age one to be quite honest. Like the whole Golden really? Age yeah. series, yeah, because the Golden Age, just all of them, like one woman they did Superman, even the, all of them were like I don't know, Superman wasn't as strong in the yeah, Golden Age versions true. and stuff. That's true. Yeah, to me, yeah. it, was, it was a lot more. I don't know, it was cooler. Plus, I liked his whole like helmet, you the know, wings on it thing. stuff, right? Yeah. yeah, that construction silver helmet, yeah, thing
2: yeah, thing yeah, or, yeah. right, looked I like he was cool. He was on. A, he was the foreman of some construction crew.
1: <laughs> I think I hit my lightning, and then he became the rash. <laughs> but yeah, that was my. But how about you, John? What was yours? Uh, so I've now learned that
2: mine took place during the Super Friends legendary superpower show <laughs> in '84. Before, I just thought it was part of Super Friends, but now I know. Now I know. Uh, but this was an episode that I remembered it. And like you, I'm like, what was it called? I have to go find it because I remember yeah. watching it. And it it was a zany episode. Like there was there were no stakes at all. It was called Mr. Mitzelplick and the Magic Lamp. So Mr. <laughs> Mitzelplick, as you're sure you probably know, he's basically like the super friend's great gazoo from the Flintstones, right? Yeah. He's literally all he does. He's an alien. His job is just cause chaos. Yeah. And even like when he shows up in the episode, he's like, I can't wait to cause mischief. For like, that's your job. That's what you want. He's, he has no he has no motives of his own. His job is to just cause mischief is all he does. But he appears at the same time that a burglar is breaking into a museum to steal Aladdin's magic lamp. And Mr. Mitzelplick goes, aha, I'll pretend I'm the genie and grant this burglar all the wishes he wants and makes the guy think he's telling a genie how to beat the super friends. But really it's Mr. Mr. Mitzelplick who is manipulating this stupid bumbling robber who has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> and ultimately if you remember Mr. Miss exactly <laughs> That's why Mitzelplik. he's pronounced that way. If you remember Mr. Mitzel Plick, the way you defeated him, do you guys remember what you had to do? Oh yeah. I remember. Say his
3: name backwards. Say yep. his
2: name backwards. Exactly. And so they wanted to break into the bank to get into the vault. And so they needed the password. And so Superman is no problem. I will just transmit the password as his name backwards. And when he reads it and that's what happened, he read his name yeah. backwards. <laughs> and like, did he look at it on the screen and not recognize it's his name backwards? Cause that's how they always beat him. But I always, <laughs> it was such a goofy, low stakes kind of it's just a burglar and this mischief guy and i i thought he was funny mr mitzelplick was always amusing to me when i would see him so that was the one that i most remember and will rewatch. still how about you george you have one yeah uh, season two which i don't even remember
3: what series that was at this point uh, all new super friends hour i think um It was called City in a Bottle, and it was the main segment of that hour-long episode. Remember, we talked about all the different Mm -hmm. segments in the episodes. City in a Bottle basically was these two Viking Thor-like alien guys came down to Earth, took the city that the Wonder Twins happened to be in at the time, miniaturized the city, put it in a (laughs) test tube bottle kind of thing, flask, whatever (laughs) you want to call it, and took it back to their planet to run experiments on. (laughs) Just because. Of course, the super friends, they like, hey, the super the wonder twins are not answering our phone calls. We don't know what's going on and blah, blah, blah. And then they find out about the city and alerts. And so they they go down to Cape Canaveral. And of course, they like. We need to get to this other planet. Do you have a rocket that can help us? And they're like, (laughs) well, no, the only rocket we have is this one over here. And Superman's like, that's perfect. And he puts all the other heroes in it and he flies it super fast beyond (laughs) the speed of light to this other planet. He
2: didn't need a rocket at all. He could have just taken a bus and thrown it through space. (laughs) They're all wearing their glass bubble little
1: like oxygen
2: mask things.
3: Uh, (laughs) They have a little calamity on the way there. They get there. They're fighting the aliens who are in the lab doing the experiment. The planet is an ice planet on top of that. Aquaman has to commune with the ice fish, like I talked about, as they're (laughs) searching for the people. Of course. When they finally break into the lab that the aliens are in, they have this machine that essentially 3D prints ice villain creature things that (laughs) Superman just has to keep killing with his heat vision all the time. It's it's this crazy story. Eventually, Super Friends bring the city back, save the day, save an invasion that was going to happen, all this well, stuff. Of course. It was just something that when I was a child, I was totally enamored with because there, there's nothing in that that I could relate to like i'm not gonna fly in space there's not ice (laughs) aliens trying to kill me but i just remember sitting there as a very young child when this came out i was like six years old when this thing came out and i remember sitting there just mesmerized
0: Mm.
3: of superman and aquaman wonder woman and batman and robin and man just like oh this is awesome that i think this was my first series that i really remember the 73 one i don't really remember even though it was in reruns Right. I don't remember a lot about that one. This was the first one I remembered and that's why it's my favorite episode. Okay. Yeah,
2: And and look you're right how they had to absolutely contort a story to have Aquaman mm-hmm. have anything to do. <laughs> it's like, uh, Space Fish. There we go. No problem. Yeah. Let's yeah. just take a seat. This was the free bird episode, by the way. This oh, is the where bird, they'll that little bird, the, <laughs> the free zing, right? Because of the freezing yeah. things. <laughs> Fourth listener, I hope this has <laughs> shed some light on what the super friends series was like it's way more than we could ever cover here george thank you for all the in-depth research yeah. and and adding yeah. the layers of complexity that i had no idea it explains why we all remember it differently though because we kind of mm-hmm. we might have watched it over the span of seven or eight years and seen the same thing in a different context yeah. and thought it was an entirely different show so amazing yeah yeah before we leave, I want to thank another brand new Patreon supporter oh, that hopped over to genxgrownup.com slash Patreon, opened up his wallet and said, yes, I know you give away what you do for free, but I want to support you so you can keep doing it. And that is just a brand new to us. Thank you, Justin. Thank you for the pledge. Thank you for the support you join a roster of amazing people who have supported us for a really long time for no great reason other than they're just incredibly awesome just like you. If you would like to join Justin and this crew of folks you can head over to patreon.com slash genxgrownup for as little as a buck a month. You can support what we do too. We certainly would appreciate it. That is going to wrap it up for this backtrack edition (laughs) of this show. Don't worry. We have another one coming in two weeks. Next week is the standard edition of our show. Until then, I'm John. George, thank you so much for being here.
1: Yes, sir. Mo, you know I appreciate you, pal. Always fun,
2: man. Fourth listener, it is you, though. We all appreciate most of all. We can't wait to talk to you again next time. Bye-bye.
1: See you guys. Take care, everybody. No life,
0: no fun. Don't you know that you're a grown-up?
2: Jidex Grown-Up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family. Learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. No
0: more she shows till sunrise. Unacceptable for grown-ups
2: yeah yeah if my audio promo for this doesn't have super friends music under it just fucking fire me
1: (laughs) every once in a while it
2: screams it's got to you know all right i think we're good
1: awesome